Hey everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast where every Wednesday we'll bring you fast-paced, powerful 15 or so minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends in all things tech for the professional salon industry. Before I get started, a reminder that on Sundays you can find me hosting BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty podcast, featuring brilliant guests sharing their best advice on building sustainable, successful, and satisfying careers. Know that that is on another channel on whatever podcast uh, platform you might be on. So if you're not seeing it, don't be surprised. You got to go to the search bar and look for Mastering Beauty. And if you like either podcast, please consider hitting the like button or sharing a review. Both help others to find the podcast. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. All right. So um, I'm going to do like kind of a top 10 thoughts about the coming year across a variety of topics. I, I put this together over the last couple of days. And I think, um, yeah, this is, this is my take on 2024 trends kind of across various categories, but uh, mostly in the tech side of things, because uh, that's my passion. All right. So number 10, social media. You know, it feels like it's very much from a career development and business development perspective, becoming kind of the new old school business cards. Now, for some of you, you weren't around when we had business cards or well, we still do have business cards, but, but um, for quite some time, they are not what they once were in part because of social media, but really importantly, in part because they never were that big a thing. We, people had them, um, but most people weren't doing um, what has been proven to work uh, so successfully for so many from a best practice perspective, and that's simply to give them out with intention. That's important to say. Um, so anyway, um, the short version of this is that social media kind of feels similar, like none is everybody has access to them, just like business cards. They're very low cost, easy for people to get. A lot of times salons would print them and provide them to individual stylists, but most people didn't use them effectively. Same with social media. Most individuals in the industry are not using social media effectively. I'm constantly scanning, I'm looking at what people are up to. There are some unicorns in this space. There are uh, probably is 20% of professionals who do it really well. Um, but like so many things in life, uh, the 80% not quite there. And I just feel a trend coming. And that is this kind of uh, movement of this big idea of the power of social media kind of out of our collective consciousness as an industry. So I think it's going to be kind of tamped down somewhat in, in terms of uh, all the chatter about it. All right. Number nine, independence peaks. Um, and, and I think begins to self-correct. And the signs are, are there for this. I'm, I'm going to lean into suites specifically. Um, I, I feel like we are, the market has been very much flooded. Um, I can see in Chicago in particular, you know, the occupancy rate has been going down, I meaning there's just a lot of space that's open for people. Um, rents remain quite high. In fact, the highest in the industry of any category on a person square foot basis. And I think stylists are figuring out that you've got to have about 10 grand a month in service money coming into you as a suite owner to, to make it given the cost of rents. Um, and, and I would also add, and all the things that it takes to run your own business, including the growing costs of hair color and other product and sundries to support the work. So it's not easy out there. And I think people are catching on. And I, I think we've had a peak in, in independence. I think we're going to start course correcting slowly back the other direction for some. Um, sweets is great for many people. Um, but like so many things that are great, um, you know, we, the masses kind of jump on the trend. Uh, things get a little wonky sometimes for those trends, and then they tend to die out. And it feels like that is what is happening. All right, number eight, 
the hustle culture continues to drive success. I'm hoping, I'm even predicting a little bit that many more are going to come to the realization how important it is and also realize that not a whole lot else drives success in and of itself. Uh, of course, great skills, great knowledge, um, role models, all, all the things we talk about as being important in developing success, they all matter. But the hustle, when you take the hustle out, I think it becomes a lot harder to create uh, sustainable success um, where you can take some of those other things out, not be as knowledgeable as an example, not be as skillful, but really be a hustler. And sometimes you can have as much success as somebody with a lot of skills and knowledge who doesn't quite have that hustle. So, you know, very, very interesting. My best advice, you know, hustle or die. And um, really, really importantly to add to this, hustle doesn't mean long hours. Hustle doesn't mean lack of boundaries. You know, hustle means, you know, kind of going deep with the work that you have and the time that you have to do it, you know, hustling in the moment, um, not in every moment. So I'll say that. But yeah, I think um, the hustle is going to rebound, I hope. All right. E-learning and beauty number seven. It's not really panning out the way many of us had hoped. I was so excited for it coming through pandemic. We saw just such a huge spike in so many people. Um, I have to add here that I think we very much got in our own way. E-learning blew up. I don't know the industry was ready for e-learning to blow up. And I mean that mostly from the point of view of those who provide e-learning. I'm not a big fan of much of what is out there. Um, I'm a big fan of many who produce the content, but not so much all the content. There are many exceptions, of course. I think DJ Muldoon, who's been in this space for a very long time, is an absolute standout. I think uh, Patricia Nicole painted hair. You know, she's another one. She has an online learning platform that uh, is really impressive. So I think, you know, that's important to say. I, I think a big miss in digital education has kind of been creating thoughtful learning paths so you can go take a course and you know what to take next and next and next. So, you know, these platforms help you to plan. Some of them have that, but not enough of it to create stickiness to the platforms, meaning people go back and get more education and can see a long-term benefit. So I think that that is a challenge. And then I think also really missing from this online space is, is an underlying methodology to any and all the platforms that the person who's producing the content or teaching the content, understands teaching and learning methodologies and, and really has locked it into their uh, online teaching model. And I don't see much of that going on um, at all, um, especially in some of the bigger academy platforms. So a frustration, um, we'll get through it, but um, yeah, I think it's holding us back. All right, number six, customer service. This is a bigger global thing. It's continuing to suffer. It kind of sucks out there. Um, and I feel like we're cut into this new normal of lower expectations by consumers and also um, a lot of consumer angst around what is happening with tipping and especially, you know, kind of um, the technology and tipping, you know, where you go to pay something and the tip line comes up um, on the device and often it starts with 20%, which for a lot of people feels high. And so there's a lot of angst around customer service, not getting what people hope they're going to get, but I think people are going to get used to it. What concerns me is that we get used to it. Like we should not get used to providing poor customer service. Um, and I think we all should be, you know, kind of just watching carefully what's happening with, with tips. Um, Cause I think, you know, there could be kind of a, a backlash coming. Um, all right. Number five, the economy 2024 
it's going to remain somewhat soft. And depending on how you look at things, and I'm an economics geek, you know, I studied in college. I love, I just love the art of economics. And it really is kind of an artful category as much as it is a science. But it, it is in many ways soft. In many ways, it's actually quite great. And I think you can see that when you go out and about in the world and see how much people are shopping and wanting to buy homes and wanting to buy cars. It's, you know, it's not there's a shortage of money. And if anything, there's an excess of money. And so I think, yeah, that's interesting. I think people will be continuing to reassess their spending in the new year, and that could have an impact on salons. I think we have this kind of larger life is short, you know, you never know when it's going to be over mentality that has kind of come uh, to the forefront for many and that's driving people to make trades in their life you know perhaps in including stretching appointments so they can put some of that money into travel as just one simplistic example so uh, yeah but i i predict it's going to continue to be a challenge somewhat related to that number four 2024 in the u.s is an election year it's going to be messy <laughs> and distracting and a lot of fake news um, from all sides, from all sides. I'm not going to get into politics, but just politics in America has become very, very messy. There's going to be a lot of hollering. There's going to be a lot of drama. There's going to be a lot of fights on airplanes, probably again. Oh, God, help me. Hate to say that, but I just feel that's where we're at. I, I think um, one last thing on that topic is inflation, which is all over the board. It's so misunderstood by so many, uh, especially in our industry and trying to figure out what to charge for your prices relative to inflation. Complicated conversation, won't try to tackle it here, maybe in a, a, one of the January podcasts. Um, but I, I do have to add, there's a lot of price gouging going on out in the consumer space. And grocery stores is a great example. I'm a grocery store freak and I love them and I understand them. And I, um, I can tell you what things cost over the years because I, I buy a lot of the same stuff. And I just feel like there's some serious price gouging that people that we are being taken advantage of um, across many industries by those who are raising prices because they can uh, versus because they need to based on changes in their own costs. Um, so, all right. Number three, threads and Twitter. Uh, What's going on? Uh, the short version, I believe they are both very much on their way to irrelevance. Um, Twitter, it's hard to know where Twitter is going because it's hard to know where Elon Musk is going. And so it's very, very confusing. It doesn't react as a normal business again, but it's a messy, messy platform. I was never a fan, but today it's just a, it's a cesspool and a, a fake news, hard to discern what, what is reality um, and just all kinds of bad stuff over there. Threads, um, boring. It just didn't happen and um, kind of sucks. Um, we'll see. It still might pull it out, but uh, yeah, it could be fascinating to see what 2024 brings to both of those platforms. All right. Number two, artificial intelligence. Just this morning, listened to a great podcast. I'm going to put it in my newsletter. In fact, I'm over at Social Beauty Makers this weekend, but it is a podcast with um, Trevor Noah. He's the host. He is interviewing Sam Altman from um, OpenAI, and it's really, really brilliant. And, and um, in my number two spot, I would say is his comment that ChatGBT4, the current model that's out there, he said, it's not very good. And he says that often. When you really listen to him, he kind of gives, I think, a, a, somewhat of a roadmap, at least is where he hopes everything's going. And basically, it's a we ain't seen nothing yet kind of conversation. And he is pretty much the godfather of AI at this point. And so, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, Trevor Noah's podcast over uh, on any other big platforms and uh, look for the latest episode with Sam Altman. Number one, I'm giving two slots to AI. I, I just have to. Um, so one is, yeah, what's going to happen with AI and what Sam Altman saying about it. But then my top, top slot 
goes to AI becoming ubiquitous, becoming everywhere sooner rather than later. And I, I think in my talks these days, I'm, I'm saying a, a lot about the fact that we, all, we don't need to worry about learning it, understanding it, jumping into, into, into the platforms and, and trying it out. If that's not what we do in life, we're not that person, we're not an early adopter. You know, we, we don't want to get in there and, you know, and get all geeky around things. We got our own stuff to geek out about. Um, I, I, it doesn't matter. Um, it's just like people with a Tesla. They have AI in their car, whether they know it or not. Those who use TikTok, you have AI in your face, whether you know it or not. You go to Amazon, you have AI. So it, it's, it's just going to continue to get into more and more and more. And of course, we're going to see new types of innovations, new types of platforms probably be developed, all kinds of new stuff. But it's not going to come to us as AI. It's going to come to us as something else. Again, a TikTok. Um, a, an enhanced booking platform. I mean, you name it. Um, it but it is going to be everywhere. Um, it almost already is. There is a lot of change coming. Um, we hope that regulation and governments and, and also self-regulation will keep everybody safe. So, okay. So that's it. Probably my longer than I'm supposed to go, but I, I wanted to get all 10 in. So uh, I'm out of time. I, I need to wrap up here and say, as always, thanks to each and every one of you for listening. I am so grateful, especially during the, the busy holiday seasons. If you like what you heard today, I encourage you to visit me over socialbeautymakers.com, sign up for my free e-newsletter. And also be sure to check out my Sunday uh, Beautycast Network Mastering Beauty podcast every week. Uh, brilliant guests and uh, having a blast doing that. So um, yeah, finally, enjoy the holiday season. I, I hope again, whatever you may celebrate or not, um, that you have a great end of December. Um, as importantly, I hope your new year starts off fantastic and um, have all good things in, in 2024. I'm Gordon Miller and I cannot wait to share more with you next year. <laughs> Not next time. Next year. All right. Talk to you again in 2024.